Hello and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. No, my name is Mike Piewarski. I will be your co-host for today. I come to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, where we bring you 2A views and conservative news. So my friends, I tell you, Happy Taco Tuesday. Happy Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Tacos, all you can eat. Lettuce and shells. Oh, yeah. Yum, yum, yummity, yum. Taco Tuesday, uh, one of our favorite days of the week, not just because we enjoy tacos, but uh, well, because I I enjoy just any reason to play a, you know, uplifting, upbeat, you know, song about fast food. (laughs) And that's really probably the best one. I mean, you know, yeah. to, besides the two all beef patty song, I think that's probably it. Yeah, that. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. We're there. We yep. are there. Most I would think we are in the same exact place when yes. it comes to that consideration. Mm, tacos. So how are things, my friend? Well, very good. Very good. I uh, got to uh, see some uh, some friends yesterday uh, after we even after we finished up the show. Uh, still uh, still early enough in the day. Now that the the, uh, the crazy time change is going on, it's it's light until almost eight o'clock at night. So it feels like uh, I got a, a bonus hour in the end of the day, but it's kind of weird because I got screwed out of an hour earlier in the day. So I'm not <laughs> sure what's going on. I'm not sure why we have the time change anymore. Uh, we need to get rid of that. That's that's my vote. It doesn't really make any sense. I just wish you would keep it at daylight savings time, like at, like where it is right now. I just wish. We yeah, just I don't care it if here. it's this way or the other way. Let's just lock it in. Okay, final yeah. answer. Lock it in. Lock it in. I'm um, I would be I, 100% okay with that. Um, it be, especially like during the week, it gives me an opportunity. It feels, I feel like I have more day to get stuff done. So yeah. one, even once I'm done working that I can still like, I can relax for a second chill and then get some other stuff done before I lose light. I saw a meme, uh, last year, year before, I forget when it was, um, it has a, a very distinguished looking older, uh, native American on it standing next to a blanket. Uh, and it says only in America do they think you can cut the top foot off a blanket and sew it to the bottom of the blanket and make the blanket longer? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it's true. I guess it's true. It's, uh, it's I true. I, I just, I think what they're trying to do is, is they're trying to take advantage of when there is more sunlight. And uh, at a certain point, you start to lose some sunlight in the beginning of the day and uh, you get more sunlight at the end of the day. And so it's a f- way of allowing people to Partake of the sunlight. My attitude is just get up earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I, I, there's, there's, I mean, all the reasons that this started was the, you know, the marketplace for farmers and things like that. And um, I, that's all over with now. We don't have to worry about yeah. it. All those reasons are gone. All those reasons are gone. So that is definitely, uh, it's not, it's not a thing anymore. No, no, but let's do it. It is, it is what it is. I just, until they, I, until I honestly, they eventually vote to get I, rid of it. It is. I think in uh, in Trump's second turn, we'll actually see daylight savings time go away. So, or the time <laughs> change Trump's go away. Second so. term. 
Yes. I love your optimism. Oh, it's no optimism. It's uh, <laughs> it's no optimism. I got my crystal ball right over here. Okay. Well, we shall see. If Biden keeps going the direction that he's going, it, it's almost it's going to be almost a definite as long as Trump decides he's going to run. I don't see it's definite, and he has decided. Yeah, so. I don't see any Republican being able to beat him. Uh, no. The only one close uh, will probably wind up being his vice presidential nominee. That's right, Captain Florida. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So yep. I just I really don't see anybody else being in a position to really be able to beat him. Uh, but who knows? We shall see. Yeah, I, it's amazing because all the pundits get out much there a lot on presidential yeah. elections. So all the all the pundits are out there. They're like, well, no, this person, blah blah blah, and Donald Trump, probably not, and blah blah blah. And you know why? It's because because again, none of them want to see Trump run again, right? Because they know if Trump runs again, he's going to be the front runner. They know right. he'll probably win. Um, but because they all hate the unpredictability of, of what Trump's going to do. And right. listen, we know that the media does not want him in there, right? Have we not seen this before? Because he's going to shut them out. Well, let, you know, let, so let's let's clarify. He's going to flat shut them out. I, yeah. I don't think that people are worried about the unpredictability of what he's going to do, because, or at least the on other the politicians side, are. because they like what he's going to do. It's the unpredictability the other politicians of what he's going to Let's clarify that. Let me clarify my statement. The other politicians are scared of what he's going to do, because they don't know where they stand with him. Because he doesn't right. stand on a party line, he stands on what's good for America. Well, but, but even with that, I think they're more concerned about what he's going to say than what he's going to do. Uh, or you mean what he's going to tweet or what he's going to tweet. Right. <laughs> they're worried about mean tweets. I miss the tweets. Or, and more, more importantly, they're worried that the mean tweets are going to be directed at them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By Wake the way, up one morning no, and you notice they're good... not worried about whether or not there's an accuracy to the tweets. He, they just oh, are yeah. concerned that they're going to be mean. Yeah. Well, according to Twitter, they were all false, right? Right. Well, Right. As we've as we have found out, uh, both Twitter and Facebook and Google, well, we all know that they've been lying to us or at least yeah. per perpetuating lies while covering up the truth. That, that of course, that's in no small part how Joe Biden uh, won the last election. And when I when I think about election collusion, that's what I that I mostly think about how the mainstream media and how big tech covered up many, many truths in order for uh, voters to be misinformed about what was going on. My uh, my favorite tweet ever, and it's very revealing, I think it explains everything, was when he said, Cove Fifi. Cove Fifi. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, let's get into today's news, shall we? Uh, the nation's 23rd state. And they're, they're not the 23rd state, but they are the 23rd state to approve constitutional carry. Uh, that's right. The state of Ohio, the governor of Ohio, Governor DeWine, has signed constitutional carry into law. That's right. The ability to uh, carry a firearm concealed in the state of Ohio is now uh, is now legal. Um the interesting thing about this is, is that, I mean, I, it's probably one of the most detailed laws in terms of, I think, covering a lot of the things that uh, law enforcement claims that they are supposed to be concerned about. Uh, you know, Mike, for example, you know, once again, uh, it doesn't, once again, it doesn't require you to have a permit as long as you are an adult and not prohibited. And it, there's, there's stipulations in there as to 
basically, if you are prohibited by law from owning a gun, then you can't carry a gun concealed. Uh, there's the, there is the requirement to, uh, to notify law enforcement. So if you encounter law enforcement, uh, if asked, you have to tell them that you are, that you do have a a firearm in your possession. Uh, if you do not, then you would be then illegally carrying a firearm. Uh, anyway, it's just, I think it's pretty detailed. I think it covers a lot of the questions and the concerns, uh, that uh, a lot of folks, uh, that law enforcement has expressed that they have issues with. Now, there are still, I'm sure, law enforcement who have an issue with this. Uh, when I say law enforcement, I mean the bureaucrats, uh, the uh, union chiefs slash bosses, and uh, the heads of the police, uh, police de- some of the police departments in some of the more liberal cities. Um, but overall, I just I think it's a, it's a very well-written bill. I, I guarantee you the, uh, the the duty to report to law enforcement uh, will be either be tweaked or overturned. Um, you cannot just go up to an individual and ask them, do you have a firearm, unless you have a, a sufficient means uh, to ask them that. Uh, do you have another reason to ask them that? Do you, right. Are you, ha- are, you having a, are you having a legal consensual encounter with them? Are they the suspect in something else? Have you detained them for some other reason? You're not going to just be able to walk up to an individual and ask them, I'm sorry, sir, are you, are you, uh, abiding by the law right now? It's Craig. It's the equivalent of pulling somebody over. That's not doing anything wrong to check and see if their license is valid. Right. Well, I, I believe that in particular in the way this law would work is once again, just like anything else, they're not allowed to just stop you for absolutely no reason. This is not like a quote unquote, stop and frisk, uh, deal. This well, is literally hold, just, hold a, if someone I'm is, gonna... If it's, a, if it's part stop of a legal engagement, I'm saying. Let me stop you there, because if you're going to say stop and frisk is an illegal engagement, we're going to have a different conversation. Oh, no, stop no, and frisk no. is 100% legal. Under I'm saying, I, no, my, my point is Terry you can't just generally, even with stop and frisk, you can't just generally just stop somebody and ask and start frisking them. There's got to be some sort of a probable correct. cause. It's reasonable suspicion is reasonable the level suspicion, that it's required. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so don't... Don, I don't want you to confuse stop and frisk for something different. Yes. Now, if they're in a stop, a legitimate stop and frisk situation, mm-hmm. then yes. And by the way, it's it's stop, talk, and frisk. Right. Um, it, it's it's not just stop and frisk. Um, exactly. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, but there has to be another legitimate reason to have detained that person. Uh, right. No, no, no. I, can, I completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, unfortunately, sometimes that's when we're when we're doing a five minute stint on, on talking about a particular piece of legislation. We don't have time to talk about every jot and tittle in the legislation. But yes, I thank you for that. Providing that clarification. Yes. Yes. Anytime, sir. As you. <laughs> I the, those are my words of the week. Jot and tittle. <laughs> Johnson Tittle. There you go. I used to watch that show on uh, Adult Swim, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But, you know, the other thing, Mike, that this that this raised a question, and there was actually a, a brief piece that was written uh, by a good friend of ours, Lee Williams, uh, talking about the conflict between calling it permitless carry or constitutional carry. Um, I, I don't know anybody in the gun rights community uh, who legitimately supports gun rights, who call, who refers to it as permitless carry. Everybody who believes in the Second Amendment is a fundamental right, in particular, that allows you to bear arms. Uh, everyone calls it constitutional carry, not permitless. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I, I don't know where it, it came from. I saw this argument a couple of weeks ago. 
uh, it's not constitutional carry. It's permitless carry. I'm like, what are you, what are you fighting about? What you're literally fighting about? Uh, you know, the, the same thing. Uh, there's, there's no difference here. Well, no, permitless means this. Yeah, you know what? Uh, t- show me another right in the Constitution that I need a permit for. You know, that's, that's just there. There isn't one. Stop with the permitless carry nonsense. Uh, I listen. There's no state out there that says, uh, okay, here's the deal. We're going to still require you to get training. Um, but we're not going to give you a permit. So that makes it permitless carry. Well, guess what? If you, if you don't have a permit, then it's, then it's not, it, it's constitutional carry. It's, it is what it is. So I, I don't, I don't know. There's a couple, there's a couple of liberals out there that still want to, you know, be heard and that's probably them. So, well, I, you know, the other thing though is, is I, and I still believe that to a certain degree, one of the reasons why you're seeing a lot of states still keep their permits, even though they're going to permitless carry is once again the the hope that uh, national concealed carry reciprocity will actually be a thing. Uh, with that, um, in particular, there's some states you're just not going to get on board unless there is a permit requirement, and I, that permit requirement is going to have restrictions that constitutional carry does not have. Um, there's yeah, and, and listen, I've heard I've heard this either way, Craig. Um, the the difference is. Uh, Let's pick a state, for instance. Florida still have requires a permit to carry a concealed firearm, okay? Right. Uh, and, now, and now Ohio does not. So if you traveled from Ohio to Florida and wish to continue to carry concealed, Ohio still issues the permit so that if you went to Florida, right, you could say, here's my valid permit from Ohio. However, what should be occurring is if they show up in Florida and you say, here's my Ohio driver's license. I'm a resident of Ohio. That tells me the same thing, Craig. And I don't know why states don't get on board with that. All you have to do is know who the constitutional carry states are. And you say, I'm mm-hmm. from a constitutional carry state. Here's my driver's license. And then the state should be the state that they visit oh. should should be smart enough to go Google constitutional carry state. Oh, look, Ohio's one of them. Have a good day, sir. Well, no, I, and I completely agree. That is something that actually should be taking that should be taking place. I don't know if the, for example, the Ohio law requires. I don't, I don't believe it requires you to have a concealed carry permit. Uh, in in uh, uh, no, a, a state Florida. cannot require the, the, you. The question become the question becomes, yeah. for example, a state like California uh, will never approve some. I mean, unless they approve, unless there is a national standard, they will never support the idea of constitutional care of a national concealed carry reciprocity when we get to that when we get to national reciprocity there shouldn't be a there shouldn't be a national reciprocity id card it should just be here i am a person you know what you're saying should be and what politically yeah. is possible are two very different things well listen we know but when we get to national reciprocity it's going to after it's going to have to be after the earthquake at the San Andreas that left most of California <laughs> underwater. So yeah, but California's not the only state that uh, that that's got that issue. We'll put it. Yeah, that but way. if Trump shows up and says, "You want me to do to you what I did to California?" Other states are gonna be like, <laughs> "Okay, never mind." <laughs> okay, because because right. because we don't think you did that, but there's the chance you did. <laughs> right. And the only thing that will be left standing, like, is you know, like Trump Tower. <laughs> yeah, exactly stuff. right. Yeah. <laughs> on its own little island there you know <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, okay yeah, well yeah. you okay you point made point made <laughs> all right uh moving on to our next story 
I don't know if you folks saw this, but uh, evidently the laws of economics and finance and, uh, well, how the economy works and all that have completely changed. And, and we have the Democrats to thank for it because according to Nancy Pelosi, uh, Pelosi claims that government spending is actually reducing the national debt and is not inflationary. Um, now, now my, well, well, tell you what, let me go ahead and I will let you watch what, because I don't want you to just take my word for the fact that she said this. Let's actually watch her say this. When we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's the government spending. No, it isn't. The government spending is doing the exact reverse, reducing the national debt. It is not inflationary. So when we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's the government spending. No, it isn't. The government spending is doing the exact reverse, reducing the national debt. It is not inflationary. Now, okay, so to be clear, Mike, we're borrowing money, right? We're already in debt. We are borrowing money, spending that money, right? And uh, going to pay it off at a later date, right? Now, we're infusing money into the economy, right? That's where that money's going. We're infusing it massive amounts, trillions of dollars into the economy, right? which means more dollars uh, chasing less stuff. Now, by definition, any basic understanding of supply and demand uh, of debt period means uh, when you borrow money, uh, you're increasing the debt. And then when you, uh, when you infuse money and there's more money chasing fewer stuff, uh, that causes inflation. Is there some sort of a bizarro world economy that Nancy Pelosi is is experiencing that uh, where the these basic laws of economics no longer apply? Craig, I told you during the uh, the State of the Union address uh, as Biden was coming up with all these uh, these these plans uh, to you know to uh, to have these new programs. Uh, remember, remember, Craig, we were going to raise we were going to raise the uh, the salaries. Uh, but uh, we were going to lower the cost of everything else. Um, and you and I both know what that takes, right? That takes more money to do that. Um, and, and I told you I was out back. I was leaning, looking out back to see if there was tree or money growing on my trees. I wanted to see if I had the same kind of money tree that Joe Biden had. Well, evidently, Nancy Pelosi has the same kind of tree in her backyard that Joe Biden has. It's a money tree. And all this free money comes there. Listen, folks, there's debts and there's assets. Okay. All right. And what you're trying to do is live and have more assets than you have debts. All right. And if you take from the assets to pay off the debts, guess what happens? The debts go up and the assets go down. It's this little scale. Oh, oh, but she's saying if I take from here and pay here, oh, then this happens. This one doesn't move. I could take from one. It's like reaching into your left pocket, Craig, pulling mm -hmm. out a $100 bill and putting it in your right pocket and say, look, I just made $100. Uh, no, no, no. That's not well, how this works. That's not how any of this works. Mike, it's, Mike, it's even worse because you don't have that $100 in your left pocket. You, oh, you are borrowing yeah, yeah, that yeah, money. Yeah, You're I taking borrowed. it out of someone else's yeah. pocket and yeah. saying, yeah. I'm going to get this back to you and I'm going to yeah. pay you interest for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's and the uh, the the I, old uh, the old Bill Cosby joke. I don't know if you're let's see if you remember this, Craig. The old Bill Cosby joke. 
Uh, he's standing in an alley with his buddy. They're cutting through, right? They're 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 on the right. way. They're on the way home somewhere, and they're cutting through. And a bad guy comes up to him with a gun and goes, "Give me all your money." And and Bill Cosby goes, "Wait, hold on a second. And reaches in his pocket, and turns to his buddy and goes, "Here's that forty bucks I owe you," and hands the forty bucks to the buddy. He owes him, and then he tells the robber, "Okay, now go ahead." And then the buddy, <laughs> and then the buddy says, "Okay, give me all your money." And then they all turn their money over. So, so right. Bill found a way to get out of debt. See what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. exactly. He was going to get robbed anyway. Might as well let his let his buddy have his money back. And that's what's going on here. We're all getting robbed. <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, folks, and the worst part is, once again, no one on the left is going to call them on this. No one out no. there is going it's, to... It's like, do you... It is, it is a... It is a... They live in an alternate universe. And in this alter, alternate universe, uh, everyone who saves money and has money and is taking care and is, is, has invested wisely and worked hard, yeah, you're the evil people. Uh, everyone who has decided that they weren't going to pay attention in school, that they weren't going to apply themselves, that they weren't that they weren't going to engage in our economy uh, as a as a producer, yeah, they're the victims. And yeah. uh, you know what they're going to do is they're going to take from the bad people and from the evil people, and they're going to give it to the victims. Yeah, and they're going to define who the victims are, right? Right. Right. The victims are the ones that that don't have jobs and don't make money. Well, and, and here's the thing, Mike. Ultimately, in every society, there are haves and have-nots. There is yes. no society uh, on, in the world where you have a greater where where being a have or a have-not is more directly tied to your talents, to your effort, uh, and to your ingenuity and your risk taking. There is no society where there is a greater tie between. Uh, what you do and your capabilities than whether you are a have or a have not. There's no society out there. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm yeah. not saying I'm say, also saying there's no there's no great. I mean, if you are if you are talented in China, you are going to work for the government and they are going to exploit your talent. Period. Yes. Here, if you are talented, uh, you can become a millionaire or in some cases a billionaire. Right. I'm not saying it happens yes. every time, but I'm saying yep. it's a greater likelihood. Yep. Yeah, the problem right now with the haves and have-nots is we got the has-beens in charge. So, well, there you go. The has-beens, the the never, the used to wases or the never yeah, wases. Yeah. Never, 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 never was gonna be's. Yeah, yeah never exactly. was yeah. gonna be's. Never was gonna be's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, we're gonna go into this next story of a hero goat, and this is your story. So I am going to allow you to share uh, this particular story. Uh, first, uh, Craig, I'm not sure why we didn't use this as the lead yesterday. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just I know we had important things to discuss, but the nation needs a hero goat. All right. And, and that's just we, that's <laughs> talk that's about what, talk about being the scapegoat. Huh? <laughs> that's it. This is the hero. This is the opposite of the scapegoat. Right. This there is the go. answer goat. Um, all right. So here's the deal with this story. Um, this this is this is this is truth. This is the whole truth. It says right here. Uh, the, the police in, uh, in, in Henry, Henry County, Virginia. Now, this is uh, uh, around the Martinsville area, south central Virginia, maybe a little towards the west, uh, about a 50,000 population in the town, a little bit more than that in the county, right? So this is uh, uh, Henry County, Virginia. It's rural Virginia, okay? Uh, well, uh, the, uh, these two deputies there, it's uh, Captain, uh, Captain Barker and Deputy Parnell go to this house to... Uh, a suspect and make an arrest well the uh, the bad guy decides craig 
uh, he's not having anything to do with it. So he's fleeing. So, so he does the whole, you know, and he's gone. Uh, and they start chasing him. A foot pursuit of, uh, ensues. Uh, they jump through a couple of properties, a couple of fences. They're chasing this guy down. And finally, they chase this one this one fence, right? Um, and there's this goat, uh, this goat, uh, Gracie. Uh, and Gracie uh, uh, decides that, uh, you know, she's going to get in. She, by the way, she is going to get in the uh, in the fight. Well, so now you've got bad guy right in front and you've got two deputies chasing, right? And now you got the goat behind the deputies. So the deputies are doing this whole what's with this goat thing, right? And they're continuing to chase this guy uh, through this rural area of the county. And then all of a sudden the goat gets up alongside the deputies. And the deputies are like, okay, what's going on? The goat's not chasing us. And then the goat goes past the deputies and starts chasing the bad guy. So now it's the bad guy followed by the goat with the two deputies. So you got goat chasing the bad guy. Um, so the, the bad guy manages to slip into like a, like a clump of woods, you know, out, 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 you get through a field, you get a, a clump of woods. Well, the deputies following their procedures decide, hold on, they're going to pull back, set up a little bit of a perimeter and they're going to call for the canine to, you know, to flush the guy out, you know, to, to see if they can't get him out. Cause I'm not sure if he went in there with any, any weapons or anything like that. Well, the goat evidently is not having any part of that, uh, uh, Craig. The goat decides she's going in. So the goat goes into the woods and starts, like, it finds the bad guy. All right? it, it starts to flush him out, and, and, the, and the goat starts to headbutt and, and go after the bad guy. Uh, and forcing the bad guy out of the woods into the waiting deputies. Um, and when they put the guy in custody, the goat just comes out and just stands there like, hey, how's it going? Here's the guy. <laughs> And this is a true story. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a true story. You'll find it there at Fox News. This is a true story. It is a true story. It is hilarious. Uh, having had an experience recently with a uh, with a goat, uh, I will tell you, <laughs> I can totally see Has the goat happening. redeemed itself with you now? Have goats yes. redeemed themselves with you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This goat might might escape. Uh, might escape. Uh, you know, becoming a meal. See that's see. And I saw this. This story popped the weekend of uh, of your your missing goat, your escaped right. goat, uh, and I thought maybe the goat escaped all the way across the country for this reason. Maybe it was this goat. Well, okay. So uh, this right here is the goat that you are referring that you're referring to that from that that uh, on the uh, that's uh, Gracie the Virginia. goat. Yep. yep. Now yep, I yep. will tell you that the goat that we had to deal with was a little bit scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking some serious horns here. <laughs> it was well. A... Listen, if you were a bad guy in the woods, you'd get out of the way of that guy too. Oh, the heck goat, yeah. the goat heck ran yeah. that, down the this, bad guy, dude. Man, this thing scaled a a six foot fence to yeah. keep from being eaten. Yeah, I mean, that's a I, smart goat. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very yeah. smart goat. <laughs> and when you you know when you catch that goat, just like cut one leg off and eat it like have a leg of goat because you can't eat that goat so smart you can't eat a goat like that all at once no you, gotta, you, you can't you just have a little bit at a time a so that reminds time. me my 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 mother and father-in-law live with us and they used to have uh for a while they we had some chickens that were here and right. something happened one of the chickens was born i don't know why but this chicken only had one leg and this chicken grew up and became a one-legged hopping around chicken we called him one-legged butt kicker chicken <laughs> what a one-legged butt-kicking chicken? One-legged butt-kicking chicken, but we called him Drumstick. Drumstick. What's up, Drummy? 
Mr. Drummond, come well, here. <laughs> at that point, we couldn't eat him. I mean, we we just couldn't. Yeah. We kept him around a long time as a pet. But we just how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you eat? Once you've named an animal, you, you, they're a pet. Oh, yeah, I've named many animals and eaten them all, just so we're clear on that. You said you've okay. named many animals. What did you name them, the meal you were going to make with them? <laughs> oh, you do. You look at one and you're like, okay, you're uh, your chicken rollatini. You know, that's <laughs> that's what you're going to be. You over there, you're, you're, you're Southern Fried. That's your name. Southern, you Southern Fried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All. all right. Uh, we had a cow named T-Bone. What up, T-Bone? <laughs> what up, T-Bone? All right, so just so you guys know, if there was ever any doubt that uh, that Joe Biden and the Democratic Party have jumped the shark and that they are now uh, a laughing stock, when the left-wing liberal late-night comedians, uh, when once they get into the act of making fun of you, uh, you know for sure that, uh, well, it... It's over, and that kind of kind of leads us to our, our parting shot. There is no denying that Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet, or maybe he'd just, like, ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as President Wildcard, you know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'd be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here, we're here, hello? Too late, Ahmed, you made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. <laughs> as, so, now once again, the thing I like about this is this, is that the real joke is what he said, but we all know, yeah, he'd have done that, right? Oh, yeah. Listen, I heard somebody else talking about it the other day. They said, um, uh, you think Putin would have tried this under Trump? And they said, no, absolutely not, because Trump was like that teacher you had in high school where you didn't try any nonsense because you weren't sure how he was going to react. <laughs> you didn't know if he right. was going to laugh or expel you. So you just, mm -hmm. you just waited till the next class. And that's well, what, that's what they did. They waited till the, the next president. Yeah. Well, you know, that was kind of the same thing when they consider, when they thought a lot about Ronald Reagan, because they Ronald Reagan, oh, yeah. was, they considered him the, the cowboy, right? It's like, yeah, what, yeah. what's he going to yeah. do? What's he going to do? And here's yeah. the thing, folks, it, it's kind of funny. You, if you've ever been out to an establishment that has bouncers, uh, you know, that, you know, there are two types of, two groups of bouncers, right? There are the ones who are there who know how to handle and de-escalate and all of that. And yep. their job is yep. when something happens or goes down, their job is to take care of it, is to, to, to settle it down. Then yep. there are the ones whose job it is to keep stuff from happening in the first place, right? Those yep. are yep. the big, huge, six foot five, 300 yep. pound those are the guys who basically it's called peace through strength. You see a big dude like yep. that and you're like, yeah, I don't want to cause any trouble because I don't want that guy yep. <laughs> to get a hold yeah. of me. Yeah. Right? And Trump was both. That yes. was the, <laughs> that was well, the problem. Exactly. He was he both. Was, yeah. yeah he, didn't but, know what he, was, he was the, he was the big guy that might be cool or he might be psycho. Right. <laughs> exactly. You really didn't want to find out. No one really yeah. wanted to find out. Yeah. And uh, peace yeah. through strength actually works. There's a reason why uh, after after taking 
uh, part of, of Georgia under yeah. Bush, then taking part of Crimea under, under Obama. Nothing yeah. happened under Trump. Yeah. And then they go, then they go into, you go into the Ukraine under Biden. There's, there's a reason why. Yeah. And that's because, uh, you know, you have to have an attitude like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come after you if you if 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 you uh, if you mess with my people if you mess with my friends. Listen, Trump made it very clear. He made it very clear to North Korea and uh, to uh, and to Putin and to Russia. But, and China. You know, in, in while while he was campaigning, he right. told them this was just this was his campaign promise. F around and find out. F around and find <laughs> out. F around and find out. You know, and they were like, mm, 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 look what mm. he did to the rocket man. All right. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Come to my country, visit, walk across the DMZ. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. the thing, cool. you know, to, to have that level of confidence, you know, yep. in, uh, in the worst part was though, in, in some degrees, our military was, had been decimated under Obama. And there was a period of time where I don't know if we were really as capable as I'd like to believe, uh, as Trump made it out to believe, to, to be that we were. Um, and now we're headed back that direction as he started to infuse and invest in the military. Now we've got a president uh, who's doing the exact opposite, taking us the wrong way. There's an old Vulcan proverb that says only Nixon could go to China. <laughs> okay. On that, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, we're, it's about that time. Why don't you go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors? Let's say hey to our good friends at Gorilla Machining, of course, the good guys at Grid Defense and our wonderful folks at the California Republican Assembly. Please say hey to all of them. Support them the way we support you, that they support us, supporting you, supporting you, supporting them. Exactly, folks. And oh, by the way, the California Republican Assembly, if you're in Southern California uh, this weekend coming up, uh, there's going to be a, a, the, their annual convention. Uh, Larry Elder is going to be speaking there. John Eastman's going to be speaking there. Folks from the Unity Project are going to be there. Uh, a whole lot of fun. Candidates running for statewide office uh, in California are going to be there. So you get a chance to hear from, from some good conservatives. So if you don't think there are any conservatives in the state of California, let me tell you, a good chunk of them are going to be at Knott's Berry Farm this weekend, March 18th through the 20th. Follow the link to for the California Republican Assembly in the description of this video. Uh, and you'll have a chance to see all the folks who are going to be there and see what's going to be going on. Check it out. I will be there. Uh, so if you're there and you heard about it here, do me a favor. Come over. Say hello. Say what's up. Mm -hmm. Right. Remember, uh, like, share, subscribe. Encourage your friends to do the same. Wherever you're watching us, tell your friends Pass us around. It. Pass exactly. us around. Exactly. Pass us around, as Mikey says. Uh, and uh, make, sure that, uh, make sure that you let the folks know this is the spot. With that, we will, uh, I guess we will be talking to y'all later. Hasta See mañana. you hump day.